Imagine your new bathroom. A sparkling new tub, a modern shower conversion, a seamless new wall, all done in as little as a day. Introducing Bathfitter. Join over 2 million customers delighted with our one-of-a-kind remodeling process. No demolition, no mess. Guaranteed for life. Installed in as little as a day. Book a free in-home consultation at bathfitterpodcasts.com and get our best offer of the year right now. Bathfitter, 35 years of better bath remodels. Xfinity XFi is more than just fast. It's internet that gives you peace of mind security. Because if it's connected, it's protected. Yeah, even your robot vacuum. Can your internet do that? Learn more at Xfinity.com slash XFi. Welcome to the New Heights Show on Education. I'm Pamela Clark, founder and director of the New Heights Educational Group. And I'm here with David Smith, the founder of Silicon Valley High School, who has helped us get these podcasts produced and delivered to you. Yes, Pamela, when we saw the great things that you and your army of volunteers were achieving at New Heights, we wanted to get involved. We're happy to work with you to leverage the internet and make quality education accessible and affordable to everyone, everywhere. Thank you, David. We appreciate Silicon Valley High School helping us to get these podcasts out to the hundreds of thousands of listeners from all over the world. So I hope you enjoy the show. Hello, and welcome to the New Heights Show on Education. I am your host, Erica Hansen. Today, we'll be talking about autism and autism spectrum disorder. Before I do that, I want to tell you about a couple of things we've got going on. If you enjoy my show, please be aware we do have another show here at NHEG. Buffy Williams hosts a show on all things education. Her show is live on Tuesday nights at 6 p.m. Central and 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Again, this show, this show, my show, runs live every Thursday at 2 p.m. Mountain Standard Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We are on Zoom, so if you'd like to chat with me on Zoom, you can give us a call at 1-646-558-8656. That's a New York number, so your long-distance charges will apply. And, of course, if you have any questions for me, my name is Erica, and my email address is ericah at newheightseducation.org. That's Erica with a K. So let's get started on our topic. This is um, this week's topic is autism, um, specifically autism spectrum disorder, because it's it's broadened out quite a bit from just. A diagnosis of autism, um, especially since definitely I was a kid and I'm definitely dating myself there. Um, so what is autism and autism spectrum disorder? So ASD, which I will be using the initials from here on out, ASD is a learning disability that can cause significant behavioral, social, and communication challenges um, throughout a person's life. People with ASD often think, communicate, behave, and learn differently than those without it. 
the thinking, learning, problem-solving abilities of those with ASD can range between gifted to severely impaired. So, for example, you may have a person <clears throat> on the spectrum that is mathematically a genius, absolute genius, but is unable to speak, has, is not able to communicate, is nonverbal. That can happen. Um, a diagnosis of ASD includes conditions such as autistic disorder, pervasive developmental disorder, not otherwise specified, and Asperger's syndrome. These conditions, once diagnosed individually and separately, have now been pulled under the umbrella that is ASD. So basically, these you'll see these names in conjunction with autism and autism spectrum disorder. Um, I won't say that they mean the exact same thing because they don't. However, they do now fall under the, the umbrella heading of autism spectrum disorder. Um, so someone may say, you know, you've been diagnosed with Asperger's syndrome. Okay. But you also now carry the diagnosis of I have I am on the autism spectrum, or I have autism spectrum disorder. So it, it's, it's, it's pretty much a subcategory, I would, I would class it as. Um, signs and symptoms of ASD. Here are some symptoms that you need to look out for. Symptoms start usually showing up pretty quickly when you're young, um, although it's interesting because some people may not be diagnosed or they may be misdiagnosed and not correctly diagnosed until they become an adult, which I'll talk about in a minute here. Um, but signs and symptoms of autism spectrum disorder. So if your child is experiencing any of these, um, you might want to consider calling your, your, your doctor. So if your child is not pointing at objects to show interest in them or, or not looking at objects when someone else points to them. So basically, if you see an airplane in the sky and you point it out to your child and you say, hey, look, airplane, um, and your child does not respond to that, does not look where you're pointing, then that could be a symptom of autism or autism spectrum spectrum disorders. Um, they have trouble relating to others or have no interest in other people at all. They avoid eye contact and will want to be alone. They have trouble understanding the feelings of others and difficulty communicating their own feelings. Um, they prefer not to be held or cuddle or cuddle only when they want to. So basically, um, again, this is somebody who does not want to be touched, does not um, really want to physically interact with others, or it's always on their terms and they, they will hug you when they want to hug you. Um, also, they can appear to be unaware when other people speak to them, but will respond to other sounds. So you can call a person by their name, you know, 
Joe, come over here. You know, well, Joe, if he has ASD, might not even respond to his own name. But if there is, let's say, somebody drops something in the next room, he, he may turn his head to look in that direction. So they can hear fine, but it's just a question of what they react to. Um, in addition, or perhaps counterintuitively, given that I just said um, that people with autism or autism spectrum disorder prefer to be alone, they can also um, be very interested in other people and really want to interact with other people, uh, but not know how to talk, play, or relate to them. So, and I, this can be extremely frustrating for the child because they want to be engaged. They want to interact with their peers, but are unable to do so properly. And it can be very, very frustrating. Um, they may also repeat or echo words or phrases said to them or repeat words and phrases in place of normal language. So basically you'll have someone who you'll ask, again, a child in this case, um, what do you want for dinner? And instead of actually answering the question, um, a person with ASD will just simply echo your words back to you, you know, what do you want for dinner? And they won't actually be able to respond with a correct answer because um, the, the, there's something in their brain, of course, that, that is not allowing them to respond correctly. Um, <clears throat> They may have trouble expressing their needs with typical words or motions. So um, here's where you can get a lot of uh, the people, especially nonverbal people with autism spectrum disorders. Um, this is where you'll you hear you know about folks screaming, um, you know, making loud noises. That's, they're trying to communicate. Um, and it's the only way they know how, because they, they don't have the, uh, the mental functions, unfortunately, to form speech. Um, so, and I, there are a few other things to look out for, especially if you have a child that you think might be autistic. Um, not playing pretend. So, you know, you have different um, games children play. Sometimes they mimic their parents, uh, you know, oh, I'm going to take the briefcase and go to work like mommy or things like that. If they don't do that, if they don't see engage, seem engaged like that, that's another clue. Um, they may repeat actions over and over again. Um, just they may latch onto something and just repeat it over and over. Um, they have trouble adapting to change in their routine. Uh, people with ASD tend to get very upset when 
their their regular routine a routine that they are used to is disrupted um and it and it really throws them for a loop and it so that is definitely a sign that your child might have ASD um they may have unusual reactions to the way things taste, feel, or smell. Um, again, it, it's one of those things where people with ASD don't don't perceive things the way um, people without ASD do. They don't, and they don't respond that the same way. So, uh, for example, normally if you smell a lemon, well, we'd say, oh, that's, that's, you know, that smells is sharp or it's, or it's tangy. Um, a person with autism spectrum disorder may not react that way. Um, they may lose skills they once had. Um, example of this, if they had been using words or sentences that they, um, knew, you know, fairly well, say, um, mama or dad or um, short phrases like store and all of a sudden that those words drop out of their vocabulary that's another sign that your your child might have um, a disorder on the spectrum so I'm going to pause here to um, so we can discuss what NHEG is go has going on in 2020 and then I will be right back with part two of our discussion on autism spectrum disorder. Right now you might be struggling through your classes or even failing them. You might be worried that you may not finish high school. There might have even been a thought that you may not be smart enough. Well the New Heights Educational Group begs to differ. We not only think you are smart enough but with our help you will complete your high school diploma. The New Heights Educational Group strives to improve your academic success through its tutoring services. To learn more, please visit newheightseducation.org and contact us. New Heights Educational Group, educational resources to help reach your goals. Welcome back to the New Heights Show on Education. I am your host, Erica Hansen. Today we are discussing autism spectrum disorders. If you missed the first section of our discussion today, Please be aware the show will be uploaded to our website, so it's always free to check out there. So last segment, I talked a little bit about the symptoms that may arise in a person with ASD. Now I'm going to talk about the diagnosis process. Um, how do doctors determine that a child or even adult, an adult has some form of autism spectrum disorder? So. Oh, excuse me. So there is no specific test for ASD at this point in that um, there's no specific, like there's not a blood test. There is not um, any type of MRI, any type of machine driven data, um, you know, outside source in that way. Um, autism spectrum is um, diagnosed by using a battery of psychological testing and uh, watching the individual, um, the child, and assessing their, their developmental stages, that sort of thing. So 
basically you've got a, like a whole bunch of psychiatrists and psychologists interacting with the child, assessing their reactions to things. Uh, again, psychological testing. That is how um, autism spectrum disorders are typically diagnosed. Um, this this uh, disorder can be diagnosed as soon as 18 months or much much or much later in development, even in some cases in, into adulthood. Um, but however, it's considered a reliable diagnosis of autism spectrum disorder can be made by age two. So if, um, if you have a child that's say around the age of two and um, they are diagnosed with ASD, it's a pretty good bet that, that is in fact the correct diagnosis by that by age two providers are pretty certain that that you know that they can nail down this particular disorder as causing certain um, developmental problems um, so but here's the thing if an individual is diagnosed much later um, they may not get early therapies that could be beneficial to their development. Um, so again, being diagnosed as an adult, it does happen. I know actually several people who have been diagnosed as, an, as adults, and they often tell me that they wish they had known sooner because they could have gotten extra help in school. They could have gone to a speech pathologist. They could have, you know, learned better interaction skills, that sort of thing, had they known sooner. Um, I, my understanding is that they are getting better at diagnosing autism fairly quickly. Um, and I know there are a lot, many more resources out there than say, when I was a kid, when autism was information on autism was available, but certainly it was not um, as prevalent as it is now, as far as what we know and what we don't know. Um, <clears throat> one thing we do know is that ASD occurs across all racial, ethnic, and socioeconomic groups, so it doesn't. It doesn't pick sides. It doesn't specify, oh, you know, you are, you know, you are poor, so therefore um, you're at higher risk for autism. That It doesn't work that way. Um, this disability can strike anybody at any level of society. Um, but it seems to be four times more likely to occur in boys than girls for some reason. Um, and again, we don't really know what that reason is. So right after this next commercial, I'm going to go ahead and talk a little bit about the treatment and diagnose, or not the treatment, <laughs> the treatment of ASD and causes and risk factors if you think um, your loved one might have autism spectrum disorder and, you know, how to identify that.
This podcast is brought to you by Silicon Valley High School, the world's fastest growing, video-based, self-paced, teacher-supported, fully accredited online school that's recommended by more than 96% of students. Take individual courses at just $95 each or earn your high school diploma at any age. Check us out at svhs.co. Welcome back to the New Heights Show on Education. I am your host, Erica Hansen. So we've been talking about autism spectrum disorder and what it is, what it looks like, and now we're into what are we doing about it. Um, Of course, there is no cure for ASD. Everybody, if you've heard anything about autism, you do know that, unfortunately, We have not found a cure. We are still investigating it. Um, The disorder um, still is mystifying in some respects. Um, However, even though there isn't a cure per se, early interventional therapies have been shown to approve um, the prospects of a child with ASD. For example, they may have help from a speech pathologist, I mentioned that earlier, an occupational therapist. They um, may have someone who can, like a behavioral psychologist, who can teach them how to interact with others. And that seems to help autistic children um, live a more normal life going forward. Other specialists can also help a child learn to walk, talk, um, and progress past some of those milestones that they may have missed um, when they were younger. So here are a few causes and risk factors, or what we think we know right now. There's no single cause that leads to an ASD diagnosis. Environment, biology, and genetics may all play a role, specifically with regards to genetics, there are a couple of things. Um, we suspect that children who have a sibling with ASD are at higher risk of having ASD themselves. So if there's already a child in the family that has autism spectrum disorder, their, their sister or brother may also end up having it. Um, individuals with certain genetic or chromosomal conditions are at risk. It again, it just points back to the genetics and what you inherit from your parents. Um, and that's not, at this time at least, something we can control. Um, here are a few other things that can um, possibly affect whether or not you get ASD as a child. Drugs such, uh, such as val. Uh, Valproic acid and thalidomide, when taken during pregnancy, have been linked to ASD. Um, Again, I know thalidomide, it's been been tagged for a lot of reasons, so I don't think it's on the market any longer. Um, I'm not sure about the other uh, medication. It's not one I'm familiar with. But, so, some medications are indicated as possibly being linked to developing autism spectrum disorder, but again, research is ongoing. Um, Evidence also shows that individuals are most likely to develop autism spectrum disorder before 
during or just after birth. So that's a short window, um, comparatively speaking, when you're talking about an entire lifetime of a person. Um, that's a really, really short window. So, you know, it's easy to understand why it can be difficult to diagnose CSD. And I certainly hope that we are able to find better find a better way of deter determining a whether someone has it um, or and or b is there a way we can change that um, I, I don't know I don't have the answers to that um, you know only medical technology as it as it improves will be able to give us those answers um, Children of older parents are at higher risk of developing autism spectrum disorder. So research is, like I said, currently ongoing. The CDC um, has a current active project uh, called the study to explore er early development in order to understand the underlying causes of ASD. So that's called SEED, the study to explore early development in um, the study to explore early development, SEED, and this is an ongoing project funded through the CDC that where people are actually actively trying to dig in and find out what's going on with autism, exactly what causes it, you know, what can we do, Is are there any other therapies that might be possible. Um, there's a lot that's very, very much up in the air, so... Um, yeah, I, this is really, <laughs> autism is one of those that I, I feel we can always learn more about. We can always learn more about it. I'm going to take a small break here. And actually, no, <laughs> today, forgive me, I'm having a bit of a foggy moment. Um, that happens. Um, with my with my personal disabilities, so I'll beg for your indulgence there. Um, if you'd like more information, I'm going to leave some information in the show notes, some links to the CDC website um, about autism in general and SEED in particular. Um, otherwise, I hope you have a great week, and I will see you next week. Take care. We hope you enjoyed today's show. Don't forget to rate us and follow us on your podcast player. Check out our show page, radio.newheightseducation.org, for monthly announcements and other happenings. Xfinity XFi is more than just fast. It's internet that gives you peace of mind security. Because if it's connected, it's protected. Yeah, even your robot vacuum. Can your internet do that? Learn more at Xfinity.com slash XFi. 
Prepara a tu familia para lo que venga con la venta de regreso a clases de JCPenney. Con ahorros de 30 a 50% en selección de estilos Arizona para jóvenes, jovencitas y niños. Y selección de ropa Exertion con hasta 50% de descuento. Además, ahorra 25% extra con tu cupón. O ahorra 25% en selección de ropa Adidas. Y recuerda, tenemos entrega a tu auto sin contacto. JCPenney. Oferta válida ya. Adidas se excluye del cupón. Aplican otras exclusiones. Detalles en la tienda o jcp.com. New on Curiosity Stream. This bear's walking right at me. We'll see if he wants trouble or not. Follow filmmaker Casey Anderson as he gets an unprecedented face-to-face -face look at Alaska's fiercest carnivores on the Tracker's Diary, Bears of Katmai. Plus, why is a tiny island in the Pacific one of America's most crucial outposts? Discover the truth behind this mysterious trans-Pacific stopover on Extremity's Wake Island. Watch now on Curiosity Stream. Annual plans are $20, just $1.67 a month. Visit CuriosityStream.com.